Emily Fletcher. Stress less, accomplish more. Meditation for extraordinary performance. Narrated by Amanda Marr and Thomas Florio. Have you ever tried to meditate only to feel like a failure because you couldn't clear your mind? Maybe you'd like to develop a meditation practice but can't find the time in your busy schedule. Or maybe your company is offering meditation classes and you're interested in learning more about it. If any of this sounds familiar, you've come to the right place. The author founded Ziva Meditation for people just like you. Drawing upon ancient wisdom, her goal is to bring the benefits of meditation to high achievers with busy schedules. In these blinks, you'll find out about the three mental tools that make up the Ziva technique. Mindfulness, meditation, and manifesting. You'll learn the science behind meditation and how reducing stress can sharpen your cognitive abilities, improve your mental and physical health, and cause a positive rippling effect across every aspect of your life. Blink One of Seven In 2008, the author was living her childhood dream. She was the understudy for three leading roles in a Broadway production of A Chorus Line. But instead of feeling accomplished, she was suffering from anxiety, insomnia, and constant illness. At the tender age of 27, she was even beginning to go gray. Then, one day, she observed a fellow understudy who seemed exceptionally calm despite being under the same pressures. When the author inquired about her secret, the actress simply replied that she meditated. At first, the author was skeptical that meditation could help improve someone's performance. But soon, she found herself on a journey that would change her life forever. The key message here is, meditation can transform your life. The author's meditation journey began when she decided to attend a session held by her fellow actress's meditation teacher. That night, she slept deeply for the first time in over a year. As her days meditating went on, things only got better. Soon, her hair color returned. And with her new confidence and calmness, she stopped worrying about what the audience thought of her and became a better performer in the process. The benefits of meditation were so transformative that the author began to wonder why more people weren't meditating. Her new practice helped her clarify her goals, and she ultimately dropped out of Broadway to become a meditation teacher. During her three years of study, she realized that many people are put off by meditation because they feel like they're bad at it or simply don't have the time. So she developed a technique for busy people from a 6,000-year-old practice called Nishkam Karma Yoga, which is Sanskrit for union attained by action hardly taken. Unlike some forms of meditation, Nishkam Karma doesn't require focused concentration or even an attempt to clear your mind. But that doesn't mean the results are any less effective. In fact, they can be downright surprising. The author would know. Ten years after beginning her meditation journey, she was invited to give a keynote presentation at a biohacking conference in Greece called AFEST. Public speaking had always left her visibly shaking from anxiety. But this time, she simply walked on stage, completely at ease. As she delivered her presentation, she felt as if she had become a vessel for knowledge to flow through to her audience. And the audience noticed her performance. The presentation received a standing ovation, and the event became a career highlight.
Blink two of seven. Many of us think that we need stress in order to be successful. And at one point in human history, that was true. For our ancestors, the body's ability to create a fight or flight stress response was the difference between survival and being devoured by a tiger or some other deadly predator. Sadly, most of us find our bodies trapped in this fight or flight mode, leaving a backlog of stress in our cellular memory. And while stress might be helpful for fighting off tigers, it isn't helpful for modern day problems such as dealing with heartbreak or preparing for a deadline. Scientists have found that stress increases our heart rates, cortisol production, and adrenaline levels. And over time, chronic stress impairs our nervous system and immune system, making us more susceptible to bacteria and viruses. In other words, it's safe to say that stress causes more harm than good. The key message here is meditation eliminates stress from your past and alters your brain. Unlike exercise, which eliminates stress you might be experiencing in the present moment, meditation is a technique that gives your body a deep healing rest to help you eliminate stress from the past. How does that work? Well, when you meditate, you de excite your nervous system. Your body goes into what's called a hypometabolic state, temporarily decreasing the rate at which it consumes oxygen. This enables your body to switch off for a few minutes. And in this state, it is able to expel the stress that has been building up over the past hours, days, or even years. When you expel this stress from your body, you increase your energy and gain a higher sense of intuition, as well as a sharpened ability to focus. Meditators have known of these benefits for thousands of years, but now we know even more. Modern science has shown that meditation actually alters your brain's biology. In 2012, neurologists at UCLA's Laboratory of Neuromodulation and Neuroimaging found that the corpus callosum, the white matter that bridges the left and right hemispheres of your brain, is thicker in the brains of regular meditators. What does this mean? Well, the left side of your brain deals with critical matters, such as keeping track of your to-do list, while the right side of your brain deals with creativity. Many problems, as we know, require being both critical and creative at the same time. So when the connection between the two halves of your brain improves, you boost your efficiency and ability to be innovative. Many people have likened the feeling of this rewiring to having an intuitive sixth sense when responding to life's demands. And who wouldn't choose a sixth sense over stress? Blink three of seven. Sleeping, waking, dreaming. These are all states of consciousness that you've already experienced. But they aren't the only ones. Brain scans show that when someone is meditating, the entire brain lights up. Scientists believe this reveals that meditation is a method of reaching a higher state of consciousness. Some people call this fourth state of consciousness transcendence, but the author prefers to call it the bliss field. The bliss field doesn't only feel great, though it's also deeply healing. In fact, it heals even more than sleep. The key message here is, meditation is a deep bodily rest that improves your health. When you meditate, your body experiences a state of rest that is two to five times more intense than sleep. This rest is deeply energizing. But if you think you can replace it with a quick cup of coffee, think again. 
Caffeine works by blocking your brain's receptors for the sleep-inducing hormone adenosine, synthetically masking your need for sleep. Meditation, on the other hand, helps you tap into a well of energy and natural resources that are already inside of you. When you meditate, you release the hormones serotonin and dopamine throughout your body. So meditation makes you more energetic and productive. But there's more. It also improves your quality of sleep. Just ask one of the author's students, financial advisor Amber Shirley. After years of suffering from anxiety and insomnia, Amber started taking classes at Ziva Meditation. Within one and a half weeks, she was enjoying a deep and undisturbed sleep as soon as she went to bed. Amber kept practicing, allowing her nervous system to de-excite over a longer period. Five years later, she only needed four to six hours of sleep in the warmer months and eight hours during the winter. So there's yet another benefit to meditation. But we're not done yet. The healing powers of meditation go even deeper, to your immune system. By calming your nervous system, meditation gives your immune system a boost so that it can perform better when it encounters viruses and bacteria. It also fosters healing on a cellular level. Infertility, irritable bowel syndrome, and migraines are just a few of the health conditions that meditation can help treat. That's not to say that you shouldn't seek medical treatment, too. But it does make meditation a great complement to any medical care you may receive. Blink four of seven. By this point, you're probably raring to hear how to meditate and reap the superhuman rewards. But you ask, isn't meditation mainly for monks or yoga fanatics sitting with impossibly erect spines? Luckily, the answer is no. There's a meditation method that's designed specifically for everyday working people. It's called the Ziva or Z technique. All you need is 15 minutes, two times a day. And the best part is that you can do it any time and any place, except, of course, when you're driving. You can meditate on the subway, at your office desk, or on a park bench. The most important thing is that you are mindful. The key message here is, enter your meditation from a place of mindfulness. Mindfulness is about bringing your attention to the present moment, which helps you to stop ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. It's the first phase of the Z technique. To practice mindfulness, start by finding a comfortable position. You can lean against a surface so that your back is supported. Keep your legs in whatever position feels most comfortable, but make sure to keep your head free so you won't be tempted to fall asleep. Now, breathing naturally, close your eyes and bring your attention to your senses. What do you hear? What do you smell? Do you see a color or light through your eyelids or total darkness? Do you taste anything? What tactile feeling do you sense most prominently? Maybe it's a sore knee or the feeling of your spine against the chair. Now try the opposite and tune into your subtlest sensation. Once you've checked in with all five senses, try to bring them all into your awareness simultaneously. This entire process should take you about two minutes. Now it's time to gently transition into the meditation phase of your practice. Instead of attempting to clear your mind, you'll be using something called a mantra. This is a word or sound used to focus the mind and de-excite your nervous system, helping you settle into a deep, healing rest. For the purposes of the Z technique, 
the mantra you'll be using is one. Let the word one slowly come into your consciousness and begin to repeat it over and over again. If other thoughts bubble up, don't worry. Simply redirect your attention back to the mantra and continue meditating. A good target for the length of your meditation is 13 to 14 minutes. Once you've completed the meditation phase, you're ready for the final step of the Z technique. Let's find out what it is in the next blink. Blink 5 of 7 You might have assumed that you should start your meditation by setting a timer. But if your alarm jolts you out of a deep meditation, you can end up with what the author calls the meditation bends. The meditation bends are side effects that could include headaches, irritability, and eye strain caused by exiting your deep state of meditation too quickly. So, for the Z technique, make sure you use a watch face or a suitable replacement app like the clocks. If you find yourself wondering how much time has passed, simply let your eyes drift open to glance at the time before coming back to your meditation. With practice, you'll come to simply know when the 15 minutes are up. And when they are, you'll be ready for the final step of the Z technique, manifesting. The key message here is, Come out of your meditation by manifesting. Manifesting is a technique that'll help you clarify your desires, dreams, or goals for the future. It involves taking the time to imagine a life you love so that you can find the best way to get there. Start your manifesting by letting go of your mantra and giving gratitude. What are you grateful for in the present moment? It could be for an opportunity your family, or even a time you experienced in nature. Scientists have found that by recognizing what you're grateful for, even when you aren't at your best, you can actually rewire the chemistry of your brain to find positivity. You'll feel better about yourself and gain clarity on what's going right in your life so that you can develop those areas further. After you've thought about what you're grateful for, take one personal goal and imagine it as if it were your reality in the present moment. By claiming your goal in this way, you're taking the first mental step toward realizing it. This doesn't mean that practicing manifesting will make all your dreams come true. Ironically, once you start meditating regularly, you'll find yourself becoming less and less attached to the outcome of things. Rather than dwelling on everyday failures, you'll perceive the obstacles you face as new opportunities for growth. You might even end up pivoting to a different path entirely. Blink six of seven. If you've meditated before and were unable to stop thinking, you're not alone. In fact, in her 10 years of practice, the author hasn't ever meditated without having at least one thought pop up. That said, when you're starting out, you're likely to feel like you're failing at clearing your mind. But remember, clearing your mind isn't the point. The point of the Z technique is to improve your life. Really, every time you sit down to meditate, you're succeeding. So a session that feels like it lasts an eternity is no better or worse than a sitting that goes by with complete ease. Still, expect to hit a few bumps along the way. The key message here is, your first weeks of meditating will be challenging. Think about meditation as hygiene for your body. It should become a new part of your daily routine something as important as brushing your teeth. 
For this to happen, you need to make your meditation practice non-negotiable. So set your morning alarm to 20 minutes before your usual wake-up time and get your first practice in then. Feel free to brush your teeth or go to the bathroom before you begin. But try to meditate before you eat breakfast or reach for a cup of coffee so that you don't counteract the effects of your sitting. As for your second meditation, schedule it into your calendar for the first 21 days. Ideally, you'll use this sitting as a booster before your afternoon slump kicks in. Your second practice can be any time between noon and 8 in the evening. You don't want to meditate too late, otherwise your mind will be wired at bedtime and you won't be able to fall asleep. Many people who are new to meditation will experience an emotional detox in the first days or weeks of practicing. This can be challenging. Some people will experience more anxiety than usual. Others may feel overwhelmingly compelled to steer their lives in a different direction. Still others might experience inexplicable tears, nausea, vivid dreams, or brain fog. With this in mind, it's best to avoid making any major life decisions in the first two weeks of your practice. Make sure you alert your partner or family about these potential side effects so that you'll have their support. And if you don't experience any of these symptoms, there's no need to worry. The author didn't, but her life definitely still changed for the better. Blink 7 of 7 Meditation is becoming more and more of a mainstream tool for success. Oprah Winfrey, Michelle Williams, and Meghan Markle are just a few of the world's high achievers who maintain a regular meditation practice to support their busy lives. Meditation has also been adopted in the corporate world. Companies like Aetna, a leading health insurance corporation, offers mindfulness and meditation classes to employees to increase productivity. But productivity isn't the only aspect of your life that meditation will improve. The key message here is, Meditation causes a ripple effect across your life and onto the lives of others. Many new meditators have found that after just a few days of practice, they experience drastic changes in their sex lives. Meditation makes us more present and in touch with our bodies while eliminating stress and increasing our energy. It's therefore no surprise that it can increase our sexual desire and our performance in bed. For men, reducing stress can help with erectile dysfunction. And for women, meditation can revolutionize the frequency, intensity, and even type of orgasms they experience. One of the author's students had never experienced an orgasm from penetrative sex alone. She believed that, like many women, she would simply never experience an internal orgasm. Now, this student had signed up to one of the author's courses in order to improve her cognitive abilities and relieve stress. So it came as a surprise when, a few months into meditating, she experienced an orgasm in the middle of penetrative sex. Today, the elusive internal orgasm is one of her biggest motivators in keeping up with her daily meditation practice. So, we can add orgasms to the list of meditation's benefits. By now, we've covered a whole host of them. But they've all been about you, the practitioner. So you might be wondering, does that make meditation selfish? The answer, quite simply, is no. When you take the time to become the best version of yourself, you also impact the lives of everyone around you. You increase your ability to show up in your relationships, and your calm, intuitive way of engaging with the world becomes infectious. Say you're facing an obstacle at work. 
By handling the situation with ease and presenting creative solutions, you inspire your colleagues and improve your group's overall ability to work as a team. Your clients, in turn, are more excited to work with your company, widening your sphere of influence to dozens of people. Some people will ask you what your secret is, and then you can really change their lives. You can help them learn how to meditate.